Craft Beer Radio, episode 391, on August 21st, 2016. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, episode 391. Yes. 391. Uh, Nick is here. Hello again. And Nick is going to help us do a blind show. First time we've done a blind show in a long time. Looking forward to this. We have a beer in front of us right now. Jeff, why don't you explain what this beer is? It looks like I got a little thing in it. You want me to explain this beer? Yes. Stop sticking your fingers in your beard. There's a there's a piece of something in it, like a piece of drywall or something. <laughs> I did not. I did not. All sabotage. right. So what the format tonight is? Uh, I had 54 different beers in the fridge, and looks like I a piece of foil, probably told, from a. Uh... Shh, no clues. I told Nick to um, pick any beers from the fridge. I had them all sit out on the bar, so he picked six and. Uh, this is one of them. This beer looks like a porter or a stout. It smells like a stout. Pretty dark. Has like a higher alcohol stout. Perhaps Co- some coffee. Yes, coffee. Coffee aroma on mm-hmm. it for sure. This is where I'm at an advantage because I know which coffee beers are in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm getting like a sweet vanilla from it. All right. Hey, did you pull all the beers out, or just this one? Oh, I just go pull the rest of the beers out of the fridge so they're not too cold. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a little, a little bit cold. Okay, so as Nick is uh, pulling it out, <laughs> Nick is, <laughs> is whipping, whipping him out. Whipping him out. <laughs> yeah, it smells like a coffee porter or coffee stout. I guess it's very dark. I am getting a little hint of vanilla in there as well. Porter stringent, so I think it's more of a porter. Yeah, I was one with you there. It doesn't mm-hmm. have like a creamy, velvety yeah. mouthfeel. It's a little more um, roasty, toasty, and a little bit of astringency there. So, mm-hmm. Nick, we were just saying that on the when we tasted this. Um, we feel that it's more of a porter than a stout, and that's because the mouthfeel is not quite as full and creamy. And it's a little more astringency, a little more toasty, roasty, as opposed to chocolatey. Rather uh, typical hopping um, for a coffee stout, or coffee porter, rather. Um, might be some chocolate in this. It's hard to tell. There's chocolate notes that I'm getting from uh, from the bitterness. So I could see cocoa being in here, but I could also see it just mm-hmm. coming from uh, coming from the malts, like a chocolate malt. Well, if it, if it would be, if they did add it, couldn't it also be that more of a dull chocolate? Um, it's like not, a, not so much some sweet. Like a baker's chocolate or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. a plain baker's chocolate. Yeah, I mean, if there's, a chocolate, if there's a chocolate flavor, it's kind of like a baker's chocolate. Yeah. For sure, it wouldn't be more, it wouldn't be like a Dutch processed cocoa or even a milk chocolate. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah, more of a baker's chocolate. Yeah, the hopping in here is, um, you know, as is traditional. You know, it kind of makes me feel like a Willamette or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, something not too citrusy or floral or piney, but kind of just kind of an earthy herbal 
hopping that a bit goes of that bitterness well, to it goes well yeah. with the the roast flavors you know mm-hmm. uh the coffee is not um particularly memorable other than being more of a coffee flavor i don't i'm not getting anything like oh this is this type of coffee or this is that type of coffee it just sort of feels it kind of feels it's closer to work coffee than not yeah uh, i mean it has yeah general generic coffee flavor as i'm drinking it, the bitterness is coming through a little bit more no, kind of, it's more bitter forward. Almost like, um, oh, almost like, or I should say like two-thirds of the way to like black IPA type hopping on it. At least the bitterness portion of it, like the IBUs. Yeah, yeah, the bitterness is starting is, is starting to pile. It's a West Coast sort of bittering, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have like a West Coast like centennial or cascade. Yeah, it hopping. doesn't have, well, you know, maybe they used a lot of the hops in the bittering and mm-hmm. didn't use much later. So yeah, gonna go with coffee porter. Am I allowed to reveal now? Yeah, yeah you can reveal. Uh, this is wake up call imperial coffee porter by Grand Teton. Yep, Grand. No, it is not a bigger bottle that would have allowed foil to get in there, so I don't know how that got there. <laughs> well, no either. Mm. It was it's packed, probably styrofoam like up under the cap. Oh, that's probably what that was. Yeah, I see. Because it was beer shipped to us from Grand Teton. Actually, there's a material oh, right there. Cool. Let's cool. pull out the material so we can get some information here. Wake up call, Grand Teton, Imperial Coffee Porter, 7.5% out by volume, 40 IBU. Uh, anything else? They, have, they call it a classic. Uh, the, the beans come from. A well over pound per barrel of moonshot espresso beans from Cafe Ibis Coffee. Uh, it's a classic three bean blend, um, but it just tasted like yeah, it didn't taste. Tastes like, like a blend. Tastes yeah. like a tasted like your morning blend coffee, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so while Nick is um, lining up the next beer, I got something we can talk about here. Um, this is a beer that Avery sent us, and I didn't put this on the options for Nick because this is called Ale to the Chief, and actually there's some material over there for it too. But this is a pre- presidential pale ale to commemorate Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2017. Okay. So I'm guessing they sent it to us now, but, you know. They want us to, yeah. Well, the question is, they they want us to talk about it now so people can buy it for Inauguration Day. Mm-hmm. But they oh, probably want people to drink it yes, on inauguration yes. day. Yeah, but we should. That means we should probably taste it beforehand so we can tell people what it's like. We could, yeah. or we could just drink it on inauguration day and talk about it right now. I mean, uh, pale ale with hops with Cascade and Bravo. Um, so you're looking more at uh, phase two ish. Um, Maltzer two row C120 Gambrius honey malt and Gambrius dark Munich. So okay, so there's it's it's the malt where the character is coming in, but the interesting stuff coming in. So looks like it's gonna be more malt forward, particularly around eight point one percent. So it's almost like an imperial pale ale, <laughs> but not an IPA. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably be really bitter because <laughs> the presidential race. <laughs> but. Uh, not in a quote-unquote imperial pale ale. This is democracy. It's presidential. It's not imperial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it? Uh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah, it'd be worth trying out. I definitely uh, am looking forward to it. Yeah, Avery makes good stuff. 
for sure. We haven't had many things that are bad from Avery. But no. it happens to everybody. That was sent us El Goza. Yes. So I have to try that one. And uh, some kind of chai something. That was the like week I was on vacation. Oh, yeah. It was like I missed all the beers that Avery sent them all in. Chai hi. All right. Now, thank something you, Nick. Much more yellow. Kind of cloudy. Golden. Some sediment on the bottom of the glass. Little little bitsy flux of yeast. Smelling some wheat. Best laid plans. I could hear the cork popping in there. <laughs> uh, I tried to be so. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm like, pop. I'm like, oh, okay. How can we get around cork popping? I guess you have to take all the beers up to the garage to open them now. You have to walk up the stairs every single time. I was sitting there like it was under my arm. Going like, <laughs> she closed the door next time that we won't hear. We'll try not. Yeah, we'll yeah, put us in an isolation booth. <laughs> I mean, it has a very citrusy. Yeah, there, there's aroma. wheat. There's definitely wheat in here, and I can guess where the, the lemon grass and lemony stuff coming yeah, off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't say anything because I'm like afraid <laughs> right, right. to give anything away on my bias. I'm <laughs> trying to get some some phenols, so um, there could be some uh, Belgian stuff going on in here because I'm starting to get some phenolic notes. Yeah, I'm smelling um, some something peppery or cardamom, lemongrass, like you mentioned, is kind of in the aroma. So it's some kind of. Um, Belgian saison, wheat, something like that. Very cold. I'm with you on this farmhouse type, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it, there's definitely some uh, as a Belgian yeast component here. There, there's probably a farmhouse yeast because I'm getting a little bit of that uh, dusty, um, mm-hmm. slightly you know barnyardish uh, quality. Yeah, let's put some heat into this beer. Yeah. Get it to open up more. Sorry, we should have pulled them out earlier yeah, during the pre-show. None of I us didn't, thought about it. I didn't expect the pre-show to run so long. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We have uh, we have these things called hands. They do wonders at warming they do glasses. do wonders. As it opens up, it gets a little more musty, right? You're getting that um, mm-hmm. kind of dusty leather type aroma in here a little bit. I'm not willing to say it's a bread beer just yet, but kind of, you know, I'm definitely getting kind of a, a, a barnyard or... There's there's definitely a farmhouse yeast in here. Mm-hmm. Whether there's bread or not is... Um, I'm not getting a, a real, like, significant load of bread. But it's possible. I'm gonna get. I'm going to. Um, yeah, I actually, like the carbonation here. We're gonna agitate a little bit to get some out, so I can uh, get some taste. In here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I myself personally, I'm not getting much of the bread. Oh, so we were saying Brett Britannomyces, not bread. <laughs> can you edit that? No, no, no it's okay. It's okay. I don't know. I'm like, wait a minute. How are you guys saying no, bread? I okay. don't get any no. of this. Like, well, bread this is talk. good well, feedback. You, you, you're right. You didn't. We're not, we weren't getting any <laughs> like, bread. What the hell are you well, guys this about? is good feedback, right? Because yeah, we, say, we yeah. probably rely on people knowing what we're talking about when we say Brett too much. Mm-hmm. 
So, no, I, this is good Can feedback. Can you inform me a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely, sure. So there, the, the main type of yeast that's used in beer is Saccharomyces cerevisiae. They were ales, I should say. Mm-hmm. Saccharomyces cerevisiae. And that is um, basically your standard ale yeast. There's another type of yeast that's used in lagers, Saccharomyces pistorius. Different species of yeast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way they came about is over hundreds or thousands of years... Yeast has been farmed by humans, you know, in this brewing process and selected for their traits and things like that. And, you know, different parts, places that brewed lagers selected for yeast that work better at cold temperatures. And so it was dominated by the different species of yeast. Well, there's... Saccharomyces cerevisiae is also a bread yeast. So... um, And there's there's different strains of the species, right? So you have, like, um, a wheat beer... Well, right, but a wheat beer yeast and... A pale ale yeast are the same species of yeast, but they give off vastly different characteristics when they mm-hmm. ferment. But they're the same species. Well, there's other species of yeast, too. And Britannomyces bruxellensis yeah. is, is one of them. And it is, um, for, for shorthand, we'll call it a wild yeast. Um, they're cultivated now, but for the longest time, they're a wild yeast. Um, I think that like they grow like like i don't know if i want to i'm not sure i have that fact right so i'll hold it back and yeah. i'll double check here anyway it's, it's a different type of yeast and it gives off a different quality of flavors like, yeah yeah i mean it's the same it's, it's essentially the same as like hanging out there's multiple different varieties of hops i mean right. sort of yeah um right so this wasn't a yeast that people really wanted in their beer and no, it was kind of, it's kind of a bane of wineries. Like if you get Brett in your winery, it's bad news. It's, it's hard really, to eradicate. Because um, it gets into wood. And oh, so okay. like a winery has all kinds of barrels and stuff. And your bones, your barrels are done or you're infecting all your barrels or more cooperage, things like that. So wineries hate Brett. But, and I guess it doesn't make wine that's very good. But in beers, certain beers, it can be a very People found ways to, to, yeah, to, to get that flavor and actually start to enjoy the 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 flavor that the bread was giving off that's really that's really cool yeah Yeah, it doesn't really give off sour flavors gives off more kind of funky like um Mm -hmm. think of like a a barn or stable not not the poop part but like the other aromatics you know the wood the leather about a poop barn but well but the wood the leather (laughs) the the animal dander the Mm -hmm. things like that you know, that's kind of the... So that's what you were pulling out by saying dusty leather. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not Brett. That no. That's just a, a, a Cerebase, uh, a Saccharomyces that has a different um, different quality to so the... We, we say phenols and esters. Esters are through the fruity compounds and phenols mm-hmm. are the spicy compounds. So... As this beer warms up, though, I think there it is a Bretted beer. I mean, I'm getting kind of that leathery, that kind of... Um, chalkiness you know it, it kind of does fit in the, the uh flavor characteristics of Britannomyces. yeah it it it's not jumping out at me and yelling brett mm-hmm. but it could be in there but it could be just a, a strong um farmhouse um right i mean it could be a blend of both right? yeah it could be or it, it could be blended um the other types of things that you can find in in beer uh are uh you can use different types of bacteria. You can inoculate with bacteria. So, for example, your gozas and uh, other things like that, they have lactobacillus, which is what's also used in yogurt. And that gives uh, lactic acid, so that gives your sourness. 
and some other various compounds too. So you get so you can sometimes sort of get kind of a yogurty taste from those mm-hmm. from those beers. Uh, in addition, there is um, uh, citric acid, which comes from um, Acetobacter. Well, it's acetic acid from acetic acid. Acetic acid, which is bad. That's bad news, normally. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's vinegar, right? Yeah. It's not usually an appealing flavor. But it can be used for good in, like, lambics and things like that. Yeah. In lambics, in particular, they use uh, Saccharomyces, but, like, a wild Saccharomyces yeah. gives off other funky, sour flavors where it's not like... Um, like a Goza or a Berliner Weiss, where it's you know lactic sour, it's, it's a different kind of sour, and that it kind of is a slower developing flavor as well. I should have brought my notebook. No, it's okay. You can just listen to it. I'll just, yeah. yeah, I'll have to leave. I hate listening to my voice. I'll have to go back <laughs> and re-listen to it. Right, so I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say a saison, a uh, farmhouse with probably yeah. I'm gonna guess there's there's bread in here, so a bread and a saison. Um, yes, it is obviously a farmhouse saison by um, it is. Table beer by Mystic. Ah, it's a table beer. It's, it's the one you brought back from. You brought this one back from mm-hmm. vacation. This one is from Boston. At four point one percent, as I remember. Uh, that is incorrect. Four point five. <laughs> oh, it's a little high for a table beer, actually. But you don't often see a table beer yeah, on I the shelves, so I was interested in that. Um, it's yeah. a beer that I thought it was. Yeah. Well. Yeah, including the court also gave you a... Yeah, a well, that helped, too. Well, but, yeah. I, I bought the beer, and I didn't know. So. Right. But you didn't know <laughs> how many... How much beer? You didn't know how many saisons were in the fridge. See, so, you know, I had the advantage of pulling them all out. So, But I didn't want to make this a Jeff Guess the Brand show, so I was going <laughs> to stay away from that. Because <laughs> right. last time we did a blind show, I remember guessing brands left and right. All right, so what else do we have here? I showed... Uh, Jeff, the, the craft, Jeff and, and uh, Nick, the craft beer radio image. There's a Stranger Things uh, title maker. Je- Jeff and Nick were talking about Stranger Things in the pre-show, <laughs> which I haven't seen yet. Um, but you can then put any two words in there, and it'll turn into it. You'll Stranger Thingsify it. <laughs> yeah, Stranger Things is a show that was just put out on Netflix. It's really good. You should watch it, especially if you like things like The Goonies and mm-hmm. Super 8 and Freaks and Geeks. Superb. Superb. Not, I thought it was superb, not super eight. Oh. Because the eight looks like a B. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Dumb joke. Dumb joke. And is there any beer news? Not too much. I just checked before we started the show. Uh, we didn't talk about the BA numbers they put out a couple weeks ago. Um, 4656 breweries. That's an increase of 917 4, over the same time. 4,656 breweries. Yes. Increase of 917 over this time last year. And Jeez. there are approximately 2,200 breweries in planning. Yeah. I, I was looking at, I go to the Reddit uh, beer, r slash beer, and there was somebody posted things like, uh, my two high school teachers from my hometown start their own brewery. Uh, and like, that is such a common thing now. It, it mm-hmm. seems like. Oh, everyone can just start a brewery and be happy and fun, fun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's the bottle for the Mystic Table Beer. Cool. Alrighty. So the next beer that Nick is gracing us with is a little bit darker, kind of orangey. Looks pale ale-ish. Slightly cloudy. Doesn't necessarily smell it. 
Let's see here. Could be that could be some galaxy or mosaic hops on there. It's hard to tell. Hmm. Indeed. Okay, so we have uh yeah, just, like just said, sort of copperish. Uh about a finger's worth of light head. Okay. There's some fruit in here, either mango or apricot. I'd lean more towards apricot, only because I just ate apricot yesterday. <laughs> did I forget to rinse my glass? I'm smelling like kind of a barnyard thing still. <laughs> I think you did forget. Do you want to uh, you know, switch? Let's see if I can... Eh, they're mostly the same. Very sweet. Like I mean, the, the like the malt quality seems mm -hmm. getting a very sweet quality from the malt. Lots of fruity notes. Not getting a lot of like bitterness coming out of me. What are you? This is the first one I don't have like an immediate like mm -hmm. idea of what it is. Yeah, so it has a. Let me take another sip here. Ginger. This is a ginger beer. <laughs> is it? This is a ginger beer. I messed up. I didn't rinse either. You getting any kind of funkiness in this? No, no. no. My, I, my my glass is completely tainted. I'm this, getting all kinds of Brett funk on it. This is absolutely ginger. I didn't rinse my glass, and, and for some reason I'm tasting mostly the previous beer. <laughs> it's um, It's got a lot of sweetness. Uh, it's got a, uh, a very kind of overt, you know, front with that ginger. And it's I'm sort of losing the other stuff going on in here because of that. It's... Um, Hmm. It's kind of overpowering. What do you think, Nick? No, I, I definitely get that little bit of uh, the ginger you're talking about. I wouldn't say it's overpowering, though. I don't think that takes over the rest of it. Um, so what else are you tasting? Now, the aroma... Uh, I'm sorry, the aroma had that little bit of... Uh, a fruity quality to it, but I'm getting a little bit well, on top of the the ginger though. It definitely has a little bit of a bitterness to it that I'm getting, along with um, there's something that I can't really some sort of like maybe it's just a, maybe it is. I'm getting like some sort of like um almost I want to say like it's like a piney type of sense to it. Okay, I'm there. Um... I'm getting something kind of like a kumquat too. Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, you could go in those in that direction. Um, I've just had I've had ginger ales that were because I don't like a lot of ginger drinks because uh -huh. ginger to me isn't my flavor to go to, and yeah. they usually discourage me. And this one isn't discouraging me like some <laughs> that I've had, especially the quote unquote pumpkin ales that are like just spiced and just overloaded with ginger. 
Maybe that's like I'm just thinking. Yeah, maybe of that. yeah, because you're thinking of of ginger that's used more. This is more of a candy gingerish type thing. Than, this is a lot lighter. It's yeah. not as, mm-hmm. as upfront and bold. I mean, yeah. it's it's there. You can definitely taste it. Um, it's giving me the same exact sensation I would receive from mint. It's not mint, but it has that sensation I would okay. receive okay. from mint. At least that like tinglingness on my front lips. I actually know what this is because this is one of the beers that I brought back from Boston. There was a beer that was a ginger beer that I brought back, and as soon as it sort of clicked as ginger, I was certain that was it. Sort of had a pinkish, purplish, and other colors on it in the the ginger that we can. It's something like that. Yeah. Well, there's also there's another one in there is the left hand good juju. Oh, so uh, So. this so whatever this is definitely ginger. I don't know which one it is, but this is definitely a ginger beer. What do you think it is before I tell you? Uh, well, I, I've never had either, so I don't know. I just know it's a He thinks beer. it's the ginger something or another. It is an amber ale from, I'm sorry, a red ale, American amber, from, rare, uh, it's Rare Voss by. This is Rare Voss. This is Rare Voss? Yep. <laughs> I was certain this was ginger. Mind blown. I know. That's why I kept This is where us. we get the hate <laughs> mail. I, I actually, when you mentioned ginger, I went to Google to see what is in this. <laughs> and I started going. No, it's not ginger. It's just. <laughs> wow. Huh. It was, this is where knowing that there, there was ginger beer there hurt me because I was like, oh. You, you, I, you I doubled I, down. I immediately identified that's ginger. And yeah, but now. You okay, Rare Voss. So if, if this is Armageddon Rare Voss, then all that stuff that I thought was ginger was the uh, the sugar, the Belgian candy sugar that's in there, and the yeast doing the number on it. Yeah. Um, and it had me convinced because I was like, "All right, yeah, this is a candy." So that's ginger. why I still enjoyed yeah. it because it wasn't really ginger. Yeah. <laughs> huh. There you go. Blind taste. Blind tasting. tasting. I mean, if, if I were tasting this, I would have said, "I'm like, if I were writing down stuff, I would have." Strong ginger notes, stuff like that. Right. Um, hmm. Well, the the show accomplished its mission. Yes. Right there. Yeah. yeah right. The first two we were <laughs> good job. We were, we might, yeah, don't forget to re- clean that. Mm. I did. That's why oh, okay, cool. I rinsed it already. That's, All right. Yeah. Cool. That, that that was weird because uh, so the rare Voss. I mean, it's not a very funky mm-hmm. Belgian, but I wonder if. Part of that was, you know, me attributing to the previous beer when it was actually in that beer, you know. So it's hard to say. Just when I took that first couple of sips, I was so getting so much breath on the thing. Yeah. That it just like, oh, that tastes like the previous beer. And then it took me like until my sample was almost gone before I felt like I was actually tasting that beer. And that's where I was getting things kind of like, you know, like a kumquat mm-hmm. and what we're talking about the little pininess that was in there. I completely missed... um the Belgian heritage, though, is... yeah, and me doubling down meant that I wouldn't, I wasn't going to, because yeah. I, I was certain, I was certain, so I wasn't looking for anything else, and I just, I just perceived that ginger. I kept perceiving yeah. it, uh, so you, t- you talked me into it, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I talked myself, and then I talked to you. <laughs> so clearly, I was tasting something that at least could be aligned with ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like it wasn't like super off, but um, it wasn't ginger, right? So. Yeah, I heard a pop. Yeah, <laughs> another yeah. cork one. <laughs> Need to build an isolation chamber. Yeah, but I don't know that uh, well, what the cork ones are. You do, but yeah, it, it definitely limits my uh, guesses. But <laughs> it's fun. This is good. I like this. 
Last time we d- we haven't done one of these in forever. And yeah. Last time we did, we actually edited in before the review what the beer was, so the the listeners at home mm-hmm. could could be like, "Oh, these guys are so stupid." <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm, gonna, I'm not I'm definitely not going to take the work to do that this time. But maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll lay down some tracks at the end where we just say the name of the beer. Okay. And if I'm feeling ambitious, we'll edit those in. Uh, so we were talking a little bit about. Oh, you were talking about your high school teachers opening. No, I, did somebody on yeah, Reddit. Yeah. Two no, high school no, no, teachers no. from my hometown start their own brewery, and it and it's like, well, whoop de do. <laughs> yeah, did I tell did I tell you about how we went up to Butler Brew Works, and like, so they've been a brewery in planning for forever. They just opened, and I went up there, and they only had three of their beers on. And they were not great. Um, they ran into some yeast health problems. And while they had dumped like two batches of beer, they didn't dump the... the like they, they felt like they needed beer to serve, so they let one slide. But it, to me, it tasted like, like dry rot rug garden hose. So I talked to the one brewer, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like they're going to do the right thing. I feel they should not be serving that, that paleo with the, the unhealthy yeast. The, the the they the cycle they went through after that one they had dumped it, but I also appreciate that they're just getting started. I appreciate that you know they already threw two thousand dollars down the drain. I'm mm. asking them to throw another thousand down the drain. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll be looking forward to try them again once they get up to speed. Now, right down the street from Butler Brew Works is Reclamation Brewing Company, and uh, they were doing some really good stuff with hops. Like not like not like West Coast mind-blowing hoppy but they had a a galaxy one like galaxy beer that was like really well done and then i forget what the other one was but i really liked what they were doing with their hell with their hops so nick has poured us a barley wine (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) this is um uh so it's a a darker amber um on on the nose, uh, there's an alcohol burning, but there's a lot of cinnamon and um, brown sugar. A little bit of sort of dark fruits. It smells good. Yeah, Sweetness. it kind of has like a prune, mm-hmm. um, brown sugar. Mm, that smells good. It's probably around 10, 10.5%. At least, could be gratitude. I'm not sure. I don't know what's what's out there. I, I didn't pull cellar beers. <laughs> These are fri- the fridge beers. Um, like I said, just not going to guess brands. Just not going to guess brands. Greg is under no such. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when you smell this thing, it has this big malty kind of bread pudding type smell there's some booziness i just took a quick like a strong sniff and i got a little bit of like uh, peatiness like a you know a little bit like a scotch type of aroma mm. came off of it as well high carbonation um very sweet as you would expect for barley wine um N- 
need to have a couple more sips to see if, uh, how hoppy it is to really get a feel for mm-hmm. it. And actually get some of the carbonation out by agitating it. It actually um, has a really dry finish. Mm-hmm. Really dry. Kind of kind of minerally, kind of chalky. Mm-hmm. So so just so Greg doesn't double down and post me into the barley wine category, what if this is like a quad or something? Not out of the question. Um and you know, immediately I said barley wine because I smelled that cinnamon, brown sugar, and the high alcohol. Oh, I, I, I figured out what this is. Sorry. You got process of elimination. I do, I do. But um, this time it was like in between no, my legs. No, no, I yeah. like an idiot. no, no, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't. That that last statement about that, what if this is a quad, wasn't leading to my guess because it was actually what I was tasting. But now that I'm here. <clears throat> yum, 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 yum. Okay. So, good. Greg, you're the only one that's blind still. So keep uh, keep telling us what your senses are telling you. See, Tom, this is Avery's quad. No, it's not Avery. <laughs> um. Well, the fact that you went on about it being a quad and then realized what it was means it's probably a quadruple. <laughs> it's a quad, um, but it's not. A, it's not. It's not it's, Avery. It's not Avery. Not um. It has some uh, help. Two. It's not just straight up fermentation. So it's three philosophers. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> you signed up three stop, philosophers. Stop guessing brands, but don't uh, don't try to peg every flavor that you get to fermentation. Be open. Fair enough. Um Good picnic. You like this? Oh, uh, absolutely. I s that was one of the first I picked. I read the details and I was like, oh yeah, this is what we're getting. I hope my picks have been good pretty so thus far, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um Thanks, Dave, for this beer. Thank you, Dave. I don't know who you are, but this is fantastic. Dave's a friend of mine from high school. Oh, I'm and, glad to uh, be enjoying it. He provided this beer. So it's a quad with some adjunct in it, is what you're saying. Eh. Eh. Yeah, not technically. And now we're not having a blind show. Now we're having Greg. Yeah, guesses. and I have <laughs> So I guess we we want, just want to be in on the. Co- so you want it, okay, yeah. this is um, Boulevard's Bourbon Barrel Quad. You've had it before, years and years ago. Okay, yeah, I wasn't thinking about. I was I was thinking just like extra ingredients. I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. how is it aged? Yeah, I mean, um, so like when I started saying, I'm not sure it's a barley one. I think it might be a quadruple. It was because of the mouthfeel, the dryness, the mm-hmm. chalkiness, and then as soon as. You know, as soon as I got that out, you know, it I realized what beer Nick had picked. Mm-hmm. But you know, I wasn't it wasn't me like being an insider knowing at that yeah. point. So to me the the bur the barrel, now that you tell me the barrel's there, it's hard to see why I went barley wine for, for oh, sure. because mm-hmm. the scent of it for sure. The aroma there. Yeah, the Yeah, so so the the parts of the quad that I would normally pick out, the sort of extra fruity parts, are hidden by uh, the more woody and sort of the bourbon stuff that's coming in. So yeah, so immediately I think boozy and it, and I get those woody stuff and I think yep, that's barley wine. Once you said quad, I started to say yeah, Jeff's right. It's drier than I might expect, mm-hmm. and some of those uh, some of those esters are coming out there a little bit different. 
Uh, in fact, weirdly, the first the, the the very first whiff I got off, I was like, "Could this be an old ale?" Because I was getting mm, some kind of right. plummy stuff too. Right. Uh, but you know, I immediately smelled something that, that was more well that bourbon barrel, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't get quads with bourbon. Yeah. So that definitely throws you throws a wrench into the mm-hmm. whole thing, and you're going to think old ale barley wine. You're not going to necessarily pick the Belgian heritage. This beer, there's probably a date on it. It's it's. All I know is year and a half was, old. It was 2014. Is what the year oh, was. On okay, it. so yeah, it's two years old. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's it's in a perfect condition. But yeah, it, it's not straight up like obvious. That yeah. it's a you know, I, I was I was smiling when you started going barley wine because I was like, can I get him on too? Can I get him on too? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to get stuff by us, but hey, you got the the rare Voss by us at least. So hey. Yeah, I mean that that's a, a really available, well known mm-hmm. beer, and we, I knew that. That's we the were reason why I picked that one because it's so well known. The other ones, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah. So, well, maybe I do know more that's coming. Who knows? It's true. Yeah, there's more. There's more to come. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, we had this probably five or six years ago, and I remember it being delicious. This is only the second time I've had it, and. Uh, this is probably one of the beers. So before I came up with the idea of let Nick pick, I was going to put out a nice, you know, mm-hmm. show for him, and this was going to be one of the ones I was going to yeah. pick. Yeah, I, I read the details on it, and uh, it sounded very delicious, and it absolutely was. It's definitely my top pick as of now. Well, let me go get some more. Mm. Yes. Awesome. We need to do this more often as long as Nick is willing. <laughs> we, we, what we need to do is we need to not pick from our fridge, though. Yeah, right? We need right. to have a guest go to the store. Mm-hmm. We did that. Uh, remember the one time we had Hart? Hart? Hart did it, yeah. Hart told Heather what to buy. Heather bought the beers. She poured them for us. Mm-hmm. She put the answers in envelopes and everything. This is like very game showy. <laughs> and the winner is the Miss Philippines. What's my beers? Dun, 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 I mean, Mexico. So 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 okay. So let, let, let's go over what we have first. So so we started with the um, the wake up call from Grand Teton. It's one of their cellar reserves. Yes. Uh, we went to the Mystic Table Beer uh, Everyday Saison. We came up to the Rare Voss, which we all we which I insisted was a ginger beer, and everyone went with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just had the uh, Avery Berry Barrel. It was a good lesson to learn, actually. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, yeah. like with the quad, right? You said barley wine, but I wanted to explore. Look, I wanted to look at that closer and say, what if it's not a barley wine? Mm-hmm. What could it be? And the nice thing is, it's seven fifty. Look at that. We got more of that quad. Whoa! Is that me? No, that must be me. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? That was probably... uh, It was still The Clash. White Riot from The Clash. Okay, so here is a... um, This this is kind of rose-colorish almost. It has... It's an amber with a a reddish quality to it. Um, A very thin head. Oh, okay. So it's got some fruit, probably raspberry, uh, as an adjunct here. Kind of tart on the nose. Raspberries or cherries. Mm. 
kind of yogurty, like a lactic type yogurty on the nose. Yes, yes. You, uh, you mentioned yogurt, and that was. I just imagine a spoonful of fruity yogurt as soon as you mention that. When I look up through the glass, it's kind of hazy, but it also makes me think like like there's like a thickness there, like there's like a little bit of like gelatinous or something like you know like like parts are sticking together. Interesting. I mean, it's strong like blackberry or raspberry. Oh, yeah. Blackberry. Blackberry is what my mind went to first. My kind of like a sweet, yeah, I... kind of like a sweet blackberry, right? Like, kind of like blackberry pie filling or something like that. That's kind of what I'm smelling. Yeah, I went for like that that artificial like yogurty mm-hmm. blackberry. Oh, it smells fantastic! I can smell this beer all night. It's pretty light. Um. Definitely taste to an adjunct, which is I'm still leaning on raspberry, but not certain. Could be cherry again. I'm going with cherry. Um, it could kind of a light sourness, right? It's could this of... be like a goza, like a cherry goza? That, I mean, so you know, I have a guess of what mm-hmm. this is, but I like what your call is, Greg. You know, I, I do think that has a characteristic. Of kind of that lacto mm-hmm. sourness, you could see where they would do. Um, how would you do that? Like, what would the process be? Because you typically would add. I guess you would add the. You could put the cherries in the mash, and then go sour mash on it. Right. That would be interesting. That'd be really interesting. Part of it is the lightness, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it does not feel. Does not have a huge mouth feel. It doesn't feel too salty, which is why I'm kind of questioning the Goza thing. Yeah, but I think if you did salt this a little bit, I think that would be a pretty neat thing to do. I'm still not sure the the technique to add the cherries, but take a Goza, cherry it up. Mm -hmm. It'd be something kind of like this. And What do you think the ABV on this is? I'm saying it's probably around four or five. five, Four or five. Yeah. Could be hiding it and could be six. But based on the... Based on the mouthfeel, it feels mm-hmm. like it's smaller. Um, but then again, there is a little bit of a viscosity there. Yeah. I, I like the idea of this beer being kind of sessionable and tangy mm-hmm. and sweet and cherry. You know, like, I'll be sad if I hear this is like 7%. You know, yes. I want to hear that I can drink a bunch of this beer on a hot sunny day. I don't know if I would say that so much because it, it's, it it's ends to me a little chalky. Well, I was gonna say it's a little dry on me for its finish. Yeah, it, it definitely it, it it's dry in my mouth slightly, so that could add to the alcohol content. I don't know the alcohol content. I didn't look at it, so that's not me being. Yeah, I'm losing the <laughs> I'm losing any, anything that that really says goza to me. The thing that was was I, th- I think the kind of sour that it is mm-hmm. is a lacto sour. I yeah. think this is a kettle soured beer. It's lightly soured. It's not super yeah. acidic. But there's no salt. I mean, I don't really taste the oh, salt. Yeah, or, I don't or, think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's salted. It. I think it's you know just a kettle soured cherry beer. It's yeah. so some sort of sour cherry. Instead of making a creek and tying up cooperage for five years, you, yeah. you kettle sour it. And when you do a beer like a Goza or a Berliner Weiss, are you familiar with the brewing process? Like how you do a mash and then a boil. I've been doing my research the okay. past one. Right. I don't know, yeah. That's so, why I, when I joke saying I have a notebook, no, I actually okay. have a full notebook so, of things now. So the easy way, the reason there's so many gozas 
mm-hmm. is because it's an easy way to make a sour beer, where lambics is a hard way to make a sour beer. Okay. Okay. Lambics are delicious, but that is a lot of work. Yeah, that yeah, well, yeah. it takes a lot. Well, time and a lot of cleanliness and mm-hmm. a lot of time because it's what like you're doing there is when beer. when when the brewing is done, you're pitching wild yeast into it, mm-hmm. and it might take months to years for that yeast to actually do what you want. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got to keep other things from happening, and that wild yeast is in yeah. your brew in your fermentation cellars, and you, it can get out of hand. You can lose control of it. It can infect your clean beers, things like that. And in general, you also are, have to blend them at the end, right? But I mean, infecting your clean beers is a huge problem for a small brewery. Where when you're doing kettle sour, these are called kettle sour beers. So you do your mash, and you either let the mash sit overnight. Or for hours and hours, or you run off the mash so you have your liquor, the wort that comes out of the mash, and you let that sit before you boil it. And there's lactobacillus in there, so it's like, oh, sugar, yum, 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 yogurt, 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 you know, making lactic acid out the back, and that's how Berlinerweiss or Goza works. And lots of breweries are so the the Brewers Association just put out new style guidelines, and they have um, like classic goes in like new goes. Goza. And um, like Neo Goza, or like, you know, American innovation on Goza, which would be this beer, right? Or at least what I think this beer is, where classic Goza is Leipzig style, you know, lacto and salt and mm-hmm. wheat and, you know, just that thing. So I think, you know, there's tons of room for innovation. And I think this is kind of it, you know, like a cherry kettle soured beer. I'm guessing this is the cherry bomb from Hop Farm. You are incorrect. Oh, really? Boom. All right. It's some sort of sour. Uh, I don't think it's a Goza, but it could be. This is uh, Shorts. Oh. A company that I discovered at Saver oh. that I've loved. And this is their Soft Parade. So oh, fruit soft beer. Parade. Okay. And uh, I, I picked this beer specifically. Is that beer not sour? Yeah. It's so, a fruit beer. It doesn't say right. it's sour. That's, um, that's the thing that surprised me. Yeah. Um, this company I discovered at Saver, and yeah. uh, I they make found, some they make some amazing stuff. Shorts. I fell in love with them. Yeah. I've been any chance I get, I try anywhere I see shorts. I've had multiple shorts now because I remember down in Saver even said they just started selling in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh not that mm-hmm. long ago. Yep. I've been going every which way to get to get shorts, and I've loved almost. One beer I didn't enjoy, but the rest of them I, I absolutely They have I, a beer. That so I mean, Soft Parade is a fruited rye ale. Rye. Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. Haha, blackberry. Uh, <laughs> so not cherries, though. No, no, no. Strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. People can't see them. Rye. <laughs> and it's not soured. But it, it, it the the fruit gives it enough. No, there's so much fruitiness that you're getting that sweetness that can be totally misconception as being sour. I mean, you bite into some fruits, they are yeah, I mean, it, sweet. It, it tastes sour, it tastes so, like a general sour. I mean, so much sugar is coming from those fruits. I can make that sour. Yeah, and also it, we should also say it came after a quad, so it was yeah. you know, right after a sweet beer. We had some fruit stuff, and that's yeah. So, so that played a no, role. No, shorts, shorts brewing never lets yeah. me down. I love this company. I'm so. Have you glad had the I, strawberry shorts I, cake? Of course, he has it. It's not available here, but and no, yeah. no, it is. It it's, is. It's, I've never seen like, it. Here. No, like the last week, I've seen it on pl- tap two different places. Really? It's really? out right now. It's yes. strawberry You're shorts on, cake, and it literally tastes like strawberry shortcake. You're on Untapped. 
Oh, I didn't haven't had it. Yeah, it might be a double wide. Go double wide on the way home. I'll be closed by the time we yeah, finish this up. <laughs> but um, yeah, look for I mean, it's out right now. Look for strawberry shortcake. It, if it's the if it's the beer that we had at GABF, it tastes like strawberry shortcake. It and it doesn't taste gimmicky. It doesn't taste like a girly beer. It is a delicious beer that tastes like strawberry shortcake. Yeah. I'm excited because and if it doesn't taste that. like that, then I just blame everyone else. Not on being well, the atmosphere of GBF and getting yeah. these tiny samples and stuff like that. But but I had like five of another those beer tiny samples. All right, another beer, more beer, sir. Oh, we have two more. I can't believe that beer, Greg, wasn't soured. Uh, I think we're only one more. One more. Yeah. Yeah. No, two more. No, one more. One more. One more. Two yeah. more bottles for you to bring into the room, but one more beer. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I'm counting correctly. All right. I can't believe the beer wasn't sour. Yeah, it was. It, it definitely tasted like it. Definitely had. Uh, we doubled down on the souring and yeah. didn't question it. But, you know, there's enough tanginess and tartness from all those berries, I guess, that, that really brought through the and, sour. And it was hard. And as a fruit beer in general, it's hard to. Like. You could tell, a, like, if it was a pale ale or or a porter or something like that, but, but uh, mm-hmm. these are not, um, we're not getting a traditional load here, for sure. The only, the only traditional beer we've had so far is really the Rare Voss, which is not really traditional in terms the of amber. And the one we completely screwed up. Yeah. I suppose the, the I mean, the porter was the one we, we, we nailed right away. Coffee porter, boom. Yeah. Um... And we, we we certainly recognize the saison of, of of the... yeah. We've got the style for the mystic. Yeah, we we completely screwed the pooch on the yeah. rare boss, and then the bourbon royal quad because I mean it's a it's a monkey wrench, right? Yeah. I mean I understand exactly what you were saying because how often have you had bourbon and quad mixed? Tastes like no, a barley wine. Yeah, yeah. And now the soft parade, which I don't think I've. I, well, I probably have tasted that beer at the GABF, but I've never sat down and thought it about that beer. It hasn't been what I had because I got a six pack of it. I didn't really enjoy it that much, but in this process, uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was. Um, you need to try it now that like the curtain's been pulled yeah, back. Yeah, see what yeah. it ta- like now it probably tastes like a sweet mess, and I'm, I'm just teasing. But uh, I, I thought the fruit was. It was light. Yeah, it, well, it was it was a nice beer to have after the quad, right? I think right. that it 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 was a nice sort of palate cleanser and, mm-hmm. and a totally different take. So that helped too. I would Flight like to, I would like to sense. taste that beer and search for the rye as yeah. well. I would like to try to find the rye in that beer. All right. He's not good at pouring glasses as if they were 12 ounces. I, I messed up. <laughs> That's why I just said screw it. I'm just going to continue because they would have left so well. Right. So it has kind of an amber quality, uh, but it is very, very... Uh, it, it, it's translucent. You can't, you can't see through it all. It's, it's, it's pretty... He, you wanted a barley wine. I think you just got your barley wine. <laughs> it's a hoppy barley wine. Those exist. Yes, they do. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so hoppy. I did not expect that. That helps. I don't have a guess exactly on which one this is, but the lead the lead candidate is an older bottle of beer. I'm surprised if it's that beer. I'm surprised it's still that hoppy. 
All right, so the aroma on this guy is... Lots of oranges and tangerines mm -hmm. in terms of the, the hoppiness that's coming through, but also then uh, some sweetness, a bready sweetness, bread pudding-like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely go with the bread pudding, kind of like the... Um, or French toast, a little bit of mm -hmm. French toast with uh, some cinnamon. So a fruitcake, essentially. Because if, if you really look for it, you might be able to find some pineapple there. And then... Oh, the, the flavor definitely has pineapple. Orange. Super citrusy. Super hoppy. Super duper hoppy. Wow. I think it has a very mellow citrus um, flavor at the, at the beginning, but the finish of it is um, very laid back, but very dry. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. That is a lot. Yeah, a lot of citrusy, orangey stuff, um, with uh, a a background of a whole lot of malt, a lot of malt. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah, French toasty, like you said. Right. Um, I mean, it feels like a mountain of of pale. Um, I'm getting biased by what I think it is. <laughs> this like, could be like the 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 specialty malts that was in it, right? Yeah. I was going to say, oh, it's a Munich, but I think that's biased by what a beer I'm guessing this is. Because like, oh, okay, try, I, I try to think, Mar so try to think Munich versus Maris Otter, right? And I, this seems Munich to me, but I could see somebody making a super strong like triple IPA and and saying and 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 putting this in there because yeah. because of all the hops yeah, are in yeah. there because of all the fruitiness that's going on. Mm -hmm. um, I tend to think though it, it probably style wise it's more towards barley wine, uh, but it's so hoppy it's hard to it, and it's so fruity. Like I don't get barley wines that are this fruity. Mm-hmm. No, I, I okay, so what if it's not a barley wine, right? Right. What if it's not a barley wine? Let's see. What do I think this could be? So now you're going back to Jeff is guessing. No, this is not guessing brands. This mm. is guessing. We think it's a barley wine, mm -hmm. but we were wrong with the rare Vaz. Mm -hmm. So what if this is not a barley wine? This is. Keep in mind, you were almost wrong with the barrel quad. You were yeah. correct, but. Was, right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm turning. I'm. I'm. I'm turning. I'm reflecting on that right. mm -hmm. and saying, "What if the initial premise is wrong? Mm -hmm. What is our next best yeah. guess?" Well, I'm a data guy, right? I mean, whatever the first impressions are, it's the data that 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 rules. Uh, right. But, so, next best guess. I. It does seem. I mean, if it's not, it's like an American strong, right? It's it's something of the lineage of. Um, Double bastard or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's not a barley wine, it's an American strong. But I mean, but it's not nearly as bitter as I would expect for like a double bastard. Right. It doesn't there lay was, on your tongue like that. Nick wasn't able to pick a double bastard, <laughs> so it's not double <laughs> okay. bastard. But I, I, I'm just saying. What does that mean? It means I don't have, I don't own a double bastard. <laughs> oh, that's why I was going to say. What do you mean? I can't pick a double bastard. <laughs> I mean, it means you're a triple bastard, so you'd never get a double. Bastard. Son of a bitch! I was reading, so I kind of got a little. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to distract. Mm. But I mean, so it, it's definitely, it's it's one of those barley wine-esque beers. I can't think of anything else that it, it falls in line with. It it really is, like, if you had this at a barley wine competition, you'd be like, what the hell is this? Because it's... I don't know. It might it might stand out enough 
in that barley wine competition to be noteworthy? I would, me personally, I would say this is way too fruity for a barley wine. This is way too, because the, the hops don't make sense for, for what I'm ready to accept, me personally, as a barley wine. What if it's not a barley wine? Dun, dun, dun. What if it's not a barley wine? What, okay, what if what, it's a quadruple IPA? That's what I said. It could mm-hmm. be like a triple yeah. IPA. In that case, I could see, I could see somebody calling it that. Where, but it, to me, it's really like it's a barley wine with a whole bunch right. of hops on it. Um, so I, I feel it's dirt. a little spiciness afterwards. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, okay. yeah, I'm, just, I'm still no, getting please. like these flavors from it. And I'm getting like some sort of spice. I, I don't want to say like habanero, but that's the only thing I can relate to like because cayenne, habanero. Maybe? Yeah, maybe like a cayenne, mm-hmm. but I'm getting like a strong spice that's leaving that nice little. Yeah, so the cayenne type there. perception I find comes from alcohol booziness, but with kind of the the hop the the hop flavor, right? It kind of digs in your tongue a little bit deeper. If mm-hmm. It kind of comes across like a cayenne. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say before Nick so rudely interrupted How me. How dare you! <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I, I, no, don't be sorry. Jeff is joking. You made a very good point. I've said a thousand times that I like English shower barley wines. I don't like these fresh mm-hmm. American hoppy barley wines. I kind of like this guy. Uh, I, I don't, like this guy. Oh, I really like, I really enjoy this beer. I don't, I, I, I think it's way too fruity for me for the, for the malt that's there. I want that sweetness of the malt and the fruitiness to me is like, it's, it feels like I put I poured fruit like I poured grapefruit on my cereal and that's not what I want and I want to get if I'm getting that sweetness that's funny I remember you know like when I was a kid you know you see those cereal commercials and they put strawberries uh-huh. in the cereal and stuff I remember there was a time where like I had strawberries I put oranges in the milk and this kind of like that yeah right? yeah not not ideal no um so, so to me, no. This is not whatever this is. I'm, I'm not digging it uh, because I don't like that contrast of the, 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 the strong and and, and aware fruitiness, and then the deep, sweet and sugariness is coming up. Which means it could be like a, like you said, a triple or quadruple IPA or whatever. But to me, it's just a barley wine with a lot of crazy hops. It's, it's is this out of control. old horizontal? No, it is. Uh, let me re-look it up. <laughs> this is a uh, Grand Illumination by All oh, Ale Works Brewing. Wow. This is a barley wine, yeah. Um, or as wow. you would say, okay. it's supposed to be a barley wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I do like everything that's going on in this ale. To me, it's kind of like a work of drama where there's just like so much going on. I'm, like, <laughs> totally well, so 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 it. so to me, then it, it's sort of like a. Um, uh, a work of drama, I guess, where the elements are too incongruous. They're, like it, it feels like you're getting too much shift between an overt farce and a very hard so drama. It's Anatomy. <laughs> I suppose I really haven't watched any Grey's Anatomy uh, to to be able to tell you. I am I'm shocked that this is Grand Illumination. Uh, that it's so hoppy. A, it's it's a couple years old. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab it. Real fast B. Again. Grand Illumination made it on our radar because it was a good English style barley wine. 
I know the last time. So uh, John Daigle, JD, sent us mm-hmm. this beer and a couple others. And when he sent us this most recent version, I do know we didn't like it as much as the classic yeah. Grand Illumination that we had previously. That all being said, for not being the English style barley wine that I love, I like this beer a lot. I like the flavor of this, this beer. 2012, 2013. This is, a, oh wow, it's three years old. It's three years old and it's that hoppy. How did that happen? I wonder what it was like when it was fresh. Um, How could a beer three years old be that hoppy? I, I, I don't know, but I'm, I, I'm just not digging it. I, I don't like that. That mixture, it it feels. Maybe I'm a new Jeff. I'm with you. I the from if people know me, they would think that I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. I like this beer though. No, that's, that's what blind tasting does, right? I mean, yeah. it, it will. It, it has the, the the advantage of being able to tear your perceptions away from you, and and uh, or if if you're not being led by them, like I was with the rare frost, right? It, yeah. it, it allows you to at least at least look at these because. A good example is the uh, soft parade. I I bought the I brought this in because I bought a six pack, and I didn't like the five that I had, and I liked the really? soft parade this time. I think flight has something to do with it, but I, uh, I I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. So it's um, I think it's time to rank. It is time to rank. Well, 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 well. Uh, I need to actually. I, I didn't even pull out a make a template for this thing yet because I didn't have any the beers ready. So give me one second to make up a text cool. document. Um, Jeff, I just yes. totally realized I messed up. I have your glass. Oh my god! I'm gonna no! be sick. No, no. you damn dirty I don't, apes! I don't have cooties. Just so you know, I apologize. Yeah. So I have Judy's. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not gonna ask. He's Jewish. Not, not really. <laughs> um. All right. So we had uh, the six beers tonight. Yeah. Um. Good. Good show, Nick. I like what you you did here. I tried to create a big variety, and I also wanted to give you a sense of uh, off the radar beers as well. It, as it's on the it's radar not beers. a lineup that we would have picked, right? We would have not yeah. picked the Bourbon Barrel Quad and the Grand Illumination. Right. Show. <laughs> But, well, but that's cool. I was also but thinking no. maybe well, you know well, what I really want good beers. I'm here. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. So. I, I, Well, that was the initial premise of tonight was to let you pick the six beers you wanted. The blindfolded part was just a bonus on top of that. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Oh, all right, let me. I know my order. Oh, go. Well, why don't you go? Do yeah, it, you go man. first if you know your order. Okay, great. Um, so first off. I am going to put the Wake Up Call Imperial Stout at the bottom. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I would have it again. However, it's out of order. It's no longer working, so I will not have that beer again. Wait, what? It's Because they don't make it anymore. It, it said no, it's just, out of production. No, it just came this week. I pulled it up on Untapped. It just came this week. Untapped lied to me. You, Unt- you need to go to like yeah, Untapped. You go, go Wyoming. To, yeah, go to the website. All right, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, you go to it. Idaho and Wyoming. As long as go. you go to Wyoming, you're fine. It's okay, for, it's for the I, Grand Tetons. Well, it? then may I apologize I mean, directly to that the Montana? company there because that's they're in Idaho. 
I messed up in that era. Uh, Untapped lied to me. Um, bastards. Those bastards. Next to that, I am going to put the rare boss. Um, just because it didn't speak to me as much as the other rails did. Um, I did. I, I think it, it. Greg, you had a lot to do with why it is placed there. Because of that ginger node that I kept adding, even though it probably isn't even in there at all. <laughs> but it's still, it lingered on me and I kept tasting it after you I mentioned it. I tasted it, it's there. So, and, and if you agree with me, then it's there. Even though it wasn't ginger in there, that doesn't mean that it isn't, that, that, that no, we didn't the, agree the, on the flavor. Yeah, the flavor of it, the idea of uh-huh. it was there. And I actually didn't, I, I, once again, I actually, I enjoyed all six of the beers that we've had tonight. Um... After that, in, I guess, fourth place will be the Table Beer by Mystic. To me, this beer was... I love Saison's. I really enjoy them. I think they're a very drinkable beer. I love sitting around and just, like, working and just trying to drink all... Yeah, working and drinking, because that's always the best quality around. But to me, this is a drinkable beer. This is a beer that you want... Just to have and just to relax. Which one was this again? I'm sorry. Uh, Mystic table. Yeah, Mystic's table beer. Now, next to that, I will put Soft Parade. Mm -hmm. Shorts has yet to really let me down. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to go to Washington, D.C., to the Saver Company. I got to be introduced to many, many fantastic companies and had... An amazing time talking and picking brains of multiple brewers there. Everyone go to Saver. Saver's awesome. I loved it. It was the best opportunity mm-hmm. and the best. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Isn't it the truly best beer was. festival? It, I mean, that's, that's it was one of the best moments of your life. I haven't had a great life. <laughs> well, you are engaged right now, so like, how does that compare to your engagement? It's not beer, uh, <laughs> and it's not it's not fresh fresh oysters that are un- yeah unreal. No, I mean, they, I mean, you talk to the oyster guy. Isn't he awesome? <laughs> it is fantastic there. However, um, I got to meet hundreds of brew companies there because i'm pretty sure i tried everything there as well um but well, there um, were only like 40 to 60 brew companies there's even meet hundreds no it was it about felt 100. like hundreds felt no like no really yeah felt like hundreds let him go man God let him have his it. dream that's yeah. the second time i ruined <laughs> let him have his dream regardless shorts um shorts was the company that stuck out for me no, and no. i've been trying multiple of their multiple of their products since then and like i said earlier one of them has disappointed me but it didn't really disappoint how'd you like devil's backbone oh wait they weren't there they got kicked out regardless shorts is a fantastic company we can talk about that later devil's backbone was like a center circle sponsor Uh but then ab bought them and Uh say they wouldn't let them come to savor so how, how would nick know that he wouldn't I just, <laughs> he was he was informed. I was editorializing. So. Um, oh, uh, number two will go. <laughs> <laughs> number two will go to Aleworks, their grand illumination. Um, what I thoroughly enjoyed about this ale was just the fact that it. I I really liked the adventure. 
that it put me through. I I actually really enjoyed because barley wines are a beer that I I love to grab. I I mm-hmm. tend to gravitate to. I gravitate towards barley wines not because of the L- high alcohol and I like to have a good time. That's not the reason why I gravitate to those. I it doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't hurt, and it definitely didn't hurt tonight. Greg's driving, but the fact is, I I gravitate to those more so than anything else. I just love the flavor that a barley wine normally brings. But this barley wine in particular, I actually really enjoyed the hoppy notes that it gave. I really enjoyed the bitterness. Maybe over the few months, uh, the maybe over the year, I've just thoroughly enjoyed that. I can't even I can't put the word to it, but I really enjoyed the the bitterness that hops bring, and I like that this one has made me think about what kind of flavors are coming from it. It, it gave me three different beers in one beer, if I may say that. Okay. Is, is that sure. is that cool? No, to say? I mean I, I I like your um, you weren't sure how to word it, but I mean and I'm trying to remember exactly what you said, but, you know, you said, you know, the barley wines are satisfying to you, you know. They are very satisfying. That's right. They're big beer, lots of multi flavors, exactly. and this one's more citrusy than many, but, you know, and sure. The, it felt but, like three beers combined into one for me. I mean, I just felt like I was having multiple different things that I loved. And it had everything that I could add to. And the reason why it's not number one is only because, only because the bourbon barrel quad was fantastically Mm -hmm. executed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was absolutely perfected. And the only reason why Aleworks did not receive the number one placement for me was just because Boulevard Brewing... Whatever you did two years ago, it might not be what you did now. But no, no, they're still just. I'm sure it's exactly exactly what it is. But the bourbon barrel quad that you gave me was unworldly. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the bourbon um, ales. I've had a Mm -hmm. few of them. This one wasn't like whiskey. Bourbon, yeah. Right? I one. mean, like the one I can think of off the top of my head is the Kentucky bourbon that everyone knows. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ugh. and that one doesn't <laughs> doesn't do anything. For could me. you hear my eyes roll? Could you, could you hear that? When, when we we first started, when, when founders came out with breakfast stout, we, we, no, no, we he's talking about I'm talking the about Altec Brewing, Kentucky, oh. yeah, Kentucky. Oh, okay, that one doesn't do much for me. I've had it. Multiple occasions. I like to try and give beers multiple times and multiple chances because every time you brew something, it's slightly different. And that one did not do it for me at all. But this one here was it's like so, a fucking toothpick, doesn't it? it? It it it's too woody. That's yeah. exactly what yeah. it said. It's too woody because every single time I have it, I always say this is so much barrel. This mm-hmm. is so much wood that I'm getting mm-hmm. from it, and, it, and I. It's exactly it. I feel like I'm just digging a toothpick into my palate and trying to figure it out. But this one here was it, it, it was perfectly executed. They had the perfect blend of smokiness. They had the perfect blend of barrel. They had the perfect blend of bourbon. They had the perfect blend of hops and malt. I mean, everything else that they stuck into it was just, it was fantastic. I think you Nick like that beer. I think so. I did. I did. 
And that is the only reason why Anything else? Elimination. I know I rambled. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to the listeners. All right. All right. So, no need. Uh, no need. from the bottom, I'm well, gonna, as far as I'm concerned, no need. I'm going to put the <laughs> kind of and I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to put the rare Voss kind of as a, a not applicable for me because of I had the dirty glass and and couldn't really get in on that beer. You know, it's kind of not ranked last place. Uh, fifth place, I'm going to put the wake-up call from Grand Teton. This beer was decent. I, I want more robust, more dynamic coffee flavors in my coffee styles these days. You know, when we started the show, way back when, fruit beers all tasted like fruit extract. And brewers make good fruit beers today, mm-hmm. like the Soft Parade. Right. I Today, in 2016, I expect coffee beers to have more dynamic character to them yes not be work coffee so because they used like a breakfast blend of beans from a local roastery the uh, wake-up call didn't meet my current expectations for coffee beer so i'll put that in fifth place fourth place from here up i like the beers good beers um i didn't dislike the the grand teton but uh soft parade uh it was confusing beer to drink blind right we thought it was soured it wasn't Mm -hmm. soured really good fruit character i completely missed the rye i think if we drank it again i'd be trying to find the rye right and i don't know whether i don't know what that would do to me or do to my impression of the beer but i really would have liked to have known there was rye in there because i like finding rye in things number three is going to be the grand illumination uh probably one of my favorite like super hoppy parley wines and it's three years old I don't know how this beer has maintained that kind of hop flavor over three years. Boggles my mind. Uh, but I, I like that quite a lot. I can't think of a hoppy barley wine that I like more. And it's funny because it's the same batch of a beer that we've had on the show previously. And I remember not being very enthused about it. Number two, I'm going to put the Mystic Table beer. Uh, I like this. I, I think it was a good use of rustic yeast and brett. And I really liked the barnyard character that was coming to it. It was really a toss-up whether I made that or the boulevard number one. Uh, they're, they're neck and neck. But the boulevard was so delicious. I, I think that everything Nick said where the bourbon barrel was restrained but still there. The quad was um, bringing great dark fruits into it. Nice dry minerally finish. I just think that was a delicious beer. 2014 Bourbon Row Quad steals the show for me. All right. I love it when there's a show like this where even though there's three people, the rankings are all radically different. Uh, for me, number six is this last beer we had, the Ale Works. And it's mostly because I really didn't like the the mixture of sweet and fruit. Uh, and may, I mean, maybe if I was primed a different way, maybe if I was looking at a different fat in a different way, maybe it wasn't a blind show, it would be different. But just the way that that hit my palate and continues to sort of lay on my palate is sort of, I, I still feel this kind of grapefruity with this like sweetness. And that you guys can drink as I'm, I'm driving, but you guys can continue. Uh, so this it didn't it didn't work for me even though um, it, it it may work for you if if that's what you're interested in these guys certainly loved it so don't uh, don't just you know don't, yeah go for it man don't just don't just I mean if you if it's too much it's not much no there you go drink don't, <laughs> you guys they're they're drinking the rest of the beer as I'm watching Cheers. and I'm not really sad because uh, I'm fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta do what he did. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Greg. No, it's fine. Uh, Aleworks, I'm putting in last place because of the the discongruity, the, the, the kind of, the, the way I didn't like that mixture. And... These guys loved it, so don't take me as the only person unless unless you're unless you find I mean, it. I mean, Greg, on paper, I'm with you, right? Yeah. But for some reason, the way the cards played out tonight, I yeah. love it. So in, unless you find that that everything that your taste buds agree with me 100, percent then don't necessarily listen to me about this one. But I'm going to put it in last place. Uh, number five, I'm going to put the Grand Teton. I think that Jeff had you know sort of the right call in that it was. It's the it, it it's the use of coffee that just feels like, um, it feels superfluous. It feel it feels like an added addition that doesn't actually uh, doesn't help the beer become more of a beer. It just feels like it's mundane. Yeah, you're it's taking drudgery. you're taking a decent porter and throwing coffee in it because people like coffee porters as opposed to trying to artifice trying try, trying to make an actual art piece out of you know putting the coffee that you really like in there and getting that sort of coffee flavor with the porter and uh, melange it really works well uh number four i'm gonna put the shorts um i i liked it uh i I think a lot of my like happened has to do with the flight um and because i was kind of like what is this what's going on here and and that 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 made it more interesting to me but i think the other beers were better uh, I'm going to put the, the Mystic number three. I think it was very good Saison. Had a lot of stuff, a lot of good qualities that, that I like in a Saison. A uh, little high in alcohol. could be called a table beer, frankly. but Table beer is like two and a half percent. Yeah, yeah. What was that, 7%? No, 4. no, 4.3. 4. 4. 4. Oh, I'm sorry. Still, there was something else, though, 7%. Like, yeah. like, like table beer to me is under three and a half. Yeah, yeah. So a little high, but, uh, but okay. I mean, still within the reasonable range of sessionable. Um and I uh pretty decent like the flavors that were coming out were really nice. Uh, I'm a gang. I'm gonna put in 4. uh in second place. They say four point three on the bottle, so I'm gonna trust four point three. Bottle. Yeah, go with the bottle. Uh, the I'm a gang. I mean, even though I felt it was a ginger beer, uh, I liked it. I liked what was what, what was coming out of it. I liked the the stuff that was there. Um, it was really agreeing with me. But so all these rankings are different, except for all of us put the Boulevard number one. Uh, and so that will tell you something, I think, because we all really, really went for that boulevard. And I feel fantastic that I'm finishing it out there right you now go. because it was <laughs> such an enjoyable, incredible beer. And that's our show. Thanks for having me again. I, I love this. Oh, no problem, man. No problem. Hey, look, there's music still playing. Hey. Uh, it's a clash. So. Well, I mean, we got to keep it that way. I mean, the we were talking thing. about Stranger Things yes. on the pre-show. Yes. Check it out. So the, apparently The Clash plays a role in Stranger Things. I don't know any, so... That's no spoiler, but The Clash, Stranger Things. Okay. Crafty uh, <laughs> <Crappy> radio. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about Stranger Things. And nobody, nobody else does either. No, The, the Clash doesn't Clash spoil it. I don't care. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license except for The Clash. Uh, you can visit craftbeerradio.com for more information. Uh, you can hit us up on the Twitter at Craft Beer Radio, at Jeff Bear. At CBR Greg. No one cares about no me. No one wants to tweet at Nick. Right. So sad. <laughs> Do you have a Twitter account? I don't. Do you have Facebook? Do you have Google Plus? I 
do. I gotta pee. Have, Let's go. Do you have Orkut? No one cares. Do you have MySpace? Dude, I gotta pee my pants. I've go. learned okay. it, Saber. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye.